track and field, a 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 track and field. Other ones are good, but the DXS is greatness. Changing up the views of the track and field nation. Non traditional, not just covering the bases. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, room is very spacious. Track, track. Track and field, a track and field, a track and field, a track and field, What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another Duke XP podcast episode. This is season one, episode two, Shakira Richardson versus the world. And before I even begin, let me just start off by saying I'm a huge fan of Shakira Richardson, and I honestly appreciate everything she's done for the sport thus far and today i just want to touch on her anti-doping violation uh her race after and the possibility of her being the new face of women's track and field in the united states all right now i know that's a bold statement right there alone so just stay tuned throughout the episode and we'll get into all of that but first i just want to say shakari richardson is unapologetically fast and that has caused some uproar in the track and field world she recently faced a penalty for an anti-doping violation and had a race after her suspension that was unforgettable. We all know what race that is. We won't talk about it. Fans turn into mobs and the entire country attacks her after a like post goes viral. So in this episode, like I said, we'll be focusing on that anti-doping violation, the race, air quotations, after, and the possibility of her being the new face of U.S. women's track and field team. Well, U.S. women's track and field overall. Um, especially since Allison Felix didn't retire, but that ain't, we ain't talking about that this episode. That's a whole other subject. All right. So, Shakira Richardson anti-doping violation. All right. What exactly happened? What exactly? What rule did she violate? The drug testing policies and protocols for track and field, especially professional track and field, are a bit ridiculous. All right. Now, I'm not saying that to be biased towards anyone, but they're kind of all over the place, all right? And a lot of, even a lot of professional track and field athletes complain about it already, but nothing's really being done. So some people will say they're ridiculous, some won't. It really just depends on who you are, what you believe in, what you stand for. So in my opinion, honestly, I just, I think they're kind of ridiculous. Maybe they need to be updated, adjusted, especially with how drugs are being legalized. But what rule was violated, right? What did she do wrong? Well, according to worldathletics.com, Org, uh, an athlete's use of a prohibited substance constitutes an anti-doping rule violation. All right. So basically, she took a substance that was banned and she got in trouble. All right. That's just as simple as it is. Okay. She took a substance that was banned and she got in trouble. Um, And I don't think the suspension, I don't think it was a bad thing. I think it was a lesson learned. But some of the consequences uh, that she faced not even as far as her suspension, but just some of the backlash that she got for it. I just, I thought, I think it was unnecessary, to be honest. Uh, I think it was completely unnecessary. Now, I know that we're talking about this. This was a year ago, and a lot of new stuff has happened, but I feel like this is really where a core, or the core of a lot of the hatred she's receiving has has come from, just from this one mistake, uh, which is why I kind of want to highlight it. Now, so like I previously said, the anti-doping rules are, you know, they, they're set in stone and they're set in place to keep the sport pure, to keep, you know, athletes, to keep it fair, 
essentially, they're set in place to keep it fair. And I completely understand that, okay? But what I don't understand is that there's a drug being legalized and the laws are kind of blurred. She was in a state where it was legal. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Honestly, I mean, it's still people. Let's just talk about it. It's still people locked up for weed. It's still people to this day locked up for weed, a drug that is now legalized and being commercialized. And it isn't fair. It's not fair, honestly. Um, Now, I've seen uh, a lot of people saying that, you know, there may have possibly been a chance of enhancement there for her. But, hey, weed affects people differently. So who's to say or who's to say or justify that, you know, it did or it didn't. It really just depends on the person. All right. So that's basically the rule and some of the consequences she faced. And I mean, it's just tough, man. It's tough. Um, It's really a sticky situation. I've seen both sides of it. There's really no correct side. There's really no right side, no wrong side. I mean, she did violate the rule. She did get suspended. Um, Now, should she receive all of the backlash and hatred that she did? I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, And I do believe that the policy uh, has forced changes Maybe not in track and field, but in other sports. I read an article that the MMA was thinking about changing their drug testing protocols after Shakira Richardson faced those consequences. So, I mean, that's just one example of organizations and leagues kind of taking a stance on the anti-doping protocol. And like I said, weed is legal in a lot of places now, all right? It's not necessarily decriminalized, and they're still... Our penalties and consequences, uh, depending on your work, but it's pretty much becoming legal. So, I mean, who was who was wrong? She was wrong, and she admitted that. Came on national television, you know, made an apology and everything. But like I said, primarily, it just I just honestly feel like the backlash she received was terrible, and the whole via her even violating that i feel like just it just opened up a wormhole and this has been it's been bad ever since okay uh and a lot of people have said you know she's been out of control and i think that that anti-doping violation really affected her um and what she was going through at the time may have affected her i'm not gonna really speak on it because i can't personally say how she was feeling or what she was going through but it may have, you know, it may, we all, like I said in my previous episode, we all go through things. We all go through battles in life and certain things affect people differently and different people depend on different coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms. We all get over stuff differently and that's, that's important to understand. But what's essentially to be taken from all of that is forgive, man, forgive as you were forgiven. That's the best thing that I can say. And which brings me, which brings me to my next point, okay? Um, <laughs> the afterlife. So Shakari's first race back. All right, we all know which race this is. This is the post anti doping violation, post apology race uh, with her, Shelly, Lane, all of them lined up, and we. I mean, we all know that we know we didn't know the outcome, but we know the outcome now of how that race ended and what happened. Uh, following the race with the post race interviews and all the mess that happened after that. Um, which has now been explained. So who's the pressure on? I mean, before even going into that first race back, who's the pressure on? And honestly, you know, in my opinion, the, the pressure was on her. And after going through something like that and facing that adversity, just getting freshly off of these consequences or this suspension and 
having to return back to the sport or just having to run, um, I'm sure it was hard. I'm sure it took a toll um, on her mentally. And then the whole uh, situation with her mom, I'm sure, uh, took a toll on her. And, you know, which resulted in overall finish. And that's a lot of pressure. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, especially being a professional athlete, um, being in a field where you're constantly judged. I mean, track is hard. All right. We, we, all, we can all agree on that. Track is a very tough sport. You know, you could be, you could be running. Uh, let's say for women, okay, you could be running ten nine, right? And ten nine is technically above average, but it's not considered spectacular. You know, if you're running eleven flat, it's not considered spectacular, even though it's something that you may have never accomplished, you may have never achieved. Like the standards of the sport and the lines of understanding that, I feel like are kind of blurred. Like a lot of the I'll say spectacular records that, or records that haven't been touched or haven't been broken um, kind of set the tone and standard for the sport and allow people to be misjudged or mistreated based off their performances when in actuality, I mean, 11 flat is, in my opinion, it's fast, okay? Somebody come to me and tell me, yeah, I run 11 flat. I'm going to be like, you're fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I can see if someone says, oh, yeah, I run a 18 and a 100-meter dash, then I'd be like, yeah, you this might not be the one for you. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that, but, you know, like, the standards are just, you know, they they create uh, stones, and a lot of athletes have to carry that weight with them. So, track is hard, okay? There's a lot of pressure. So, going into that race, I'm sure she faced a lot of pressure. Um, And just going through stuff, I'm sure, puts you in a bad space, because then... She goes through that race, right? Doesn't finish well overall. And then people go and dig through her likes on Twitter, right? And find this post that she liked um, against other against another country. All right. We won't say who, but she liked the post against another culture, uh, another country. And basically, she just been dealing with cancel culture. I mean, that's the best way I can say it, right? From the anti-doping violation all the way to her first race back, She's facing, like, cancel culture. Like, people are literally trying to write her off just because of her decisions. And I don't even think people realize how young this young woman is. She is very young. She's young. She's talented. And when you're young, you make mistakes. When you're old, you make mistakes. All right? We're human. We are not perfect. And it's important to remember that. It's important to remember that. Especially in a sport like track and field, we're not perfect. All right? Sometimes you might fall start. Sometimes you might fall. Sometimes you just might not perform as well. And that is okay. All right. But this whole writing people off just because of them making mistakes, it's not cool. It's honestly not cool. Which brings me to my last point. I believe Shakira Richardson could be the new face of women's track and field and a voice in the sport. Just hear me out now. You cannot name anyone else right now in the United States that is bringing the type of attention to track and field that she has brought. And I mean that on the basis of her character, her personality, and just overall what she has done in the sport. I mean, it's truly amazing how much one person, one person has done for the sport of track and field. All right. I'm not trying to make it seem like she didn't rewrote the history books and just done all this amazing stuff but i just really want all of you to understand that for somebody to be able to bring this much attention to the sport um and 
after the drought is what I'll call it. Because um, honestly, the sport has went into a drought since the late 90s or mid 90s. Okay. Um, and attention. And we lack a lot of understanding. We lack a lot of respect. And all of those things are important in becoming one of the more superior sports, especially in the States. Okay. Track and field is not love. It's not respected. We don't have our own network. We don't have, we don't have our own league. We don't get a lot of uh, screen time. You got to almost subscribe to 15 different streaming services just to watch a meet. Right? But let me tell you something. If Shakari Richardson get on that line, I promise you, it's going to be advertisements. It's going to be promos. It's going to be multiple streaming services. It might even be streamed live on TV. Just because of the press this young woman can bring behind her when she steps on the track. That's why I believe she could be the new face of women's track and field. Bringing that competitive culture back to the spotlight. Her throwing her hands up at the line. Like, you don't really see stuff like that. I mean, Usain Bolt gave us that during the Usain Bolt era, but this is a whole new light in women's track and field. I mean, I, and I love it. I love the competitiveness. And I really continue, and I hope that she does not let people get in her head and really just throw off her game, man. Shakira Richardson, if you ever hear this, if you ever listen to this, be who you be, all right? <laughs> be who you be, you know? it's Just be who you are unapologetically. Like, that's what I said earlier in this episode, be who you are unapologetically. Like, And I stand on that. Um, her acceptance into the sport originally before all of this stuff happened has, you know, been amazing now. Short-lived, something recently happened at um, championships. You know, she didn't perform how people expected. And that's okay. People put expectations on you. People are going to put expectations on you. People did put expectations on her. Um, and track and field is a sport where you have to show up that day. And she just didn't show up that day, and that's okay. But that doesn't mean, you know, that her career is over, that she deserves to be written off. So this whole idea of cancel culture after not performing is just not cool. But her being a new face of women's track and field, very possible and very likely. And let me tell you something. When she does become the new face of women's track and field, you remember who said it, okay? Right here on the Duke XB podcast. All right? Now, this clip. I might get shared, retweeted, reposted a lot, but who cares, man? I said what I said. I believe what I believe, man. And you, matter of fact, here, this here's what we'll do. My DMs are open. My email is open. My Twitter is open. At me on Twitter. DM me. Tell me someone else other than Sidney McLaughlin, other than Allison Felix. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Who else we got? You give me any other name, right, of any other woman in the U.S., that is bringing noise, noise, not noise, noise to the sport, <laughs> like Shakari Richardson. There, I mean, there isn't, there isn't anyone, okay. Um, and when that time does come, maybe I do a report on them. But until then, I stand on that, man. People need to leave that woman alone. That's why I titled this episode "Shakari Richardson versus the World," okay? Because people are often too quick to point fingers with three fingers pointed back at themselves. I am not saying at all that rules shouldn't apply to her. She did face the consequences that she needed to. But the rules need to change with the times. As humans, we must 
all acknowledge that we all make mistakes. Nobody here is perfect. Nobody in this world is perfect. So why should one person be placed on the chopping block just because they're a celebrity? If this was anybody else that wasn't a superstar, wasn't running like she was running or didn't have the personality that she did, I don't think the same thing would be happening. But because she's a celebrity, why is she attacked? Just because a person has fame doesn't mean they are no longer human. We are humans. We are imperfect. And if you forget that, walk into a room, grab a mirror, and remind yourself. Here's my, I actually have two good words for the day as we close this out. All right, I don't want to get too long-winded and too passionate about this. uh, Because this is actually, I wrote this earlier this year. But this is something that I really just been waiting to touch on. Um, but here's my two good words for the day. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. And this next one is, it is what it is. Let me tell you something. People going to hate on you. People going to form opinions. And people are going to think that they're perfect because they can hide behind screens at home and justify who you are. When actuality, only God knows who you are and you know who you are. Always remember that. I hope this episode will encourage you to be more understanding and forgiving towards your peers. And as always, thank you all for supporting. All right. Remember, we all make mistakes and I pray for your peace and blessings. Duke X Speed out. They say I'm like the best, so I might just be the greatest. If you say I'm good, that would be an understatement. Hope to see you soon and that's no exaggeration. Thanks for tuning in. Duke X Speed. Do get speed. Track, track, track and field, trade, 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 track, track and field.